0: Listening to the bossy type, your unconventional how to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers, and the occasional swear word. You can also find me behind the desk at Bossy Copy College, a tone of voice and creative copy course that helps new businesses launch with a bang. Every week, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom and quizzing creative experts on exactly how to build a big, bold brand. So make a f***ing margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. And a quick PSA before we get started, don't forget to head to bossycreative.com to download Can I Get Your Attention? My free four-step workbook for writing an About Us page or bio that stops readers in their tracks. Welcome to episode 37 of The Bossy Type. Lately I have been investing a lot more time into my Instagram. It has become my new full-time job (laughs) and there are two reasons for this. The first one is that obviously I've been spending the past few months building Bossy Copy College which is my course that is launching next week and the biggest takeaway for me has been how much It's helped me to become a better copywriter and to unpack my entire process. I feel like I've taught myself so much about writing for different platforms and copywriting hacks for saving time and figuring out what gets results, which kind of brings me to my next point because Instagram for me, when I really invest time and energy into it, it gets results. When I post inconsistently and write captions, whatever comes to mind, usually when I'm in the car or I'm quickly trying to post something before leaving work, that's when it doesn't work. But when I plan my content out and I give away serious value, which is what I've been doing lately, giving away all that good stuff that I've been learning this year, And I treat my caption like any other piece of copy, like a mini blog post, for example, that's when I actually see results. And I'm not just talking about vanity metrics. I mean, I get new inquiries in my inbox. I have invitations to appear on a podcast and I start to see the same names popping up in my comments and DMs, which tells me that I'm building more of a community. The thing is, everyone thinks I write my captions really quick because I'm a copywriter. And if you've seen my captions, you can check them out at bossy.copywriting on Insta. You'll know that they're incredibly long. And I just want everybody to know that I don't write my captions as quick as you might think. These sorts of captions take time. The captions that add value and really connect with your audience, they take time. That's just facts. So of course, it's probably not realistic to be writing them every single day, but if you can at least start to include some of these captions in your content plan a couple of times a week, or really focus on writing one of these captions or doing one of these posts when you do have a little bit more time up your sleeve, that's going to work as well. So for me, and you've probably heard me tell this story before, I actually write my captions when I'm walking my dog. So I come home from work, I pick up my dog, Vinny the Italian Greyhound, and we go for a big walk. I start writing my caption when I leave the house and it usually takes me the full walk, about 45 minutes to an hour to write my caption in my notes app and then I post it when I get home. I will always have the image planned out or my post planned out and I will have that sitting in my camera roll on my phone and then I just write the caption to match while I'm walking. I am more than happy to spend this time writing my caption. I mean, it doesn't always work with my schedule and sometimes, of course, it can be a bit of a pain. But for me, captions are like an audition. I'm a copywriter, so I never know who's going to be watching. So I really need to take my captions seriously. I often get asked about how I write these long form Instagram captions. So today I'm going to take you behind the scenes of five of my best performing posts. It's not as glamorous as you might think, but here goes two exciting announcements before we jump in. The first one is that I'm actually doing a Instagram caption workshop with Albright Australia this coming Monday, which is the 29th of November. It's online, of course, and it's at 7 p.m. So I'm going to be diving into how I write Instagram captions that stop the scroll, and I'm going to give you some time saving hacks as well. So I'll pop the link in the show notes so you can register. There'll also be a playback if you can't make it during that time. The second one is that I am hosting an epic masterclass called Bossy Summer School next Thursday, the 2nd of December at 10 a.m. Melbourne time. This is going to be huge. I've been working on it for weeks and basically I'm going to dive into my full creative process for how I build bold brands and write cheeky copy so you can apply the same tricks to DIY. It's really dedicated to new Ecom and service business owners. And it's going to give you everything you need, the full framework, so your brand can stand out, sell out your copy can sound like you, and of course you can save loads of time. I've never given away my full creative process before, so you really don't wanna miss this. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes as well. And you can also register at bossycopycollege.com forward slash summer school. You have to be registered to attend and I'll obviously send you the link to join. If you can't make it at that time, again, I'll be doing a replay. So make sure you register so you receive the replay link. As part of the masterclass, I'm going to teach you how to DIY a bossy brand, make a lot more cash, build a loyal fan base, even if you have no idea where to begin because that was me at one point. I'm also gonna be sharing the three major mistakes that I see new business owners making and the strategies that I use to boost bossy. Then we're gonna have some fun with a mini lecture on my secret system for fun tone of voice development. Again, I've never given my tone of voice process away. So I think you're going to get heaps of value out of that. And then lastly, we're going to do a creative copywriting tutorial. And here I'm going to get into how I write creative and cheeky copy across every platform with loads of hacks and tips that you can apply to your business straight away. So yeah, make sure you register for next Thursday, the 2nd of December at 10am Melbourne time. It's going to be lots of fun. Okay, so before we have a look at the actual posts that I'm going to break down, let's have a look at how I write my captions and what my process is for this. So this is how I personally write my captions. The first step is to choose my content theme or my subject. Has a new writer come on board at Bossy or do I wanna promote a service or have I been thinking about something a lot lately? Or maybe as I was working on a project during that day, I thought of a copy tip that I just had to share. So first I need to figure out what the theme or topic of my post is. Then of course I will go and organize the post. So I'll do maybe like a graphic or a photo, or I'll figure out what's going to suit my feed. The next step is I plan my caption. So as I've said, even I do not just launch straight into writing a caption. Like any piece of copy, I really figure out what I wanna communicate and bullet point any key messages or possible ideas. When we try and launch into writing copy straight away, even if it is a caption, that's when we just sit staring at the smug little caption box or the blinking cursor or the blank page. So you really need to take a step back first and do some planning. Spend five minutes planning your posts and exactly what you want to say. The next step and the final step is that I write and edit my caption. So once I've done the planning and I know exactly what I want to say, it's time to write. I personally write each of my captions as a story or a mini blog, and that's why the planning is so crucial. And so I treat it as such by coming up with a really creative concept to open the post. And this is my personal process. I write every piece of copy by starting with a creative concept first. And this is my way of grabbing the reader's attention with a strong hook that stops them in their tracks. After I've written that, I include all of the finer details of the post and then I try and tie it all together with a punchy finish at the end. Okay, so now I'm gonna jump into these five post examples and break down my caption writing process. What I would really recommend is that you actually go and visit the post. It's very hard to explain what the picture or what the post is all about when I'm on a podcast. So I'm going to put the links to the Instagram posts in the show notes. I'm also going to let you know what date I posted them on my feed. So if you want to scroll back and have a look how I wrote the caption, you can really pick apart what I've done. Okay. So the very first post is called music to write to. I posted this on July 23rd, 2021, and the topic or the theme that I was really going for here is what I call in the studio. So this is kind of my version of behind the scenes and what my writers and I are getting up to. So first I'll read you the caption and then we can break it down. I've started the caption in brackets with save for later, which I would always recommend if you have something that is worth saving for later because people actually do. This one, for example, had 53 saves, which for me is quite good. So, after I've written Save for Later, the caption reads Music is a huge part of Bossy, a close third behind words and jokes. When we send clients a preview of their new brand voice, we even suggest a song to listen to as they read through the copy. Fun fact most recently, it was Freedom by George Michael. But for writers, music is also notoriously difficult. Most of us get distracted by the lyrics and need to listen to something that perfectly matches the mood of our copy. Sometimes complete and utter silence is the only option, but there's only so long you can sit with your own crushing thoughts. (laughs) So here's what we're listening to at our desks. Ashida likes French Jazz, early 2010s Dream Pop and Zoe Foster Blake's Music to Work to Playlist. Elise likes This is Chopin Playlist. Lyric-free electronic like Peggy Goo and Golden Features and something chill like Frank Ocean or James Blake. What music do you work to so we can add it to our lists? Also, I want to make some playlists, Bossy Radio, Yes or No. So as you can see, it's quite a lengthy caption, um, but it really tells a story and I feel like it really connects with the audience. The first thing I've done is tried to come up with that creative concept or attention-grabbing hook. So I've started by saying music is a huge part of Bossy and then I've weaved in that we actually send clients a song to listen to when they're reading to their tone of voice guidelines. This is loved by all of our clients and I feel like it's something that really engages the reader and piques their interest. Following that, I've talked about how music is notoriously difficult for writers, which it totally is. So that's kind of more of the finer details of fleshing out the story a little bit. Then I've included bullet points of what we're listening to at our desks. And then I have tied it all together at the end by asking for some engagement. So asking people what they listen to when they're working and also if we should start Bossy Radio. So as you can see, I've got, even though it's quite a long caption, I've got those three parts in there. The next post is how I make emails more fun. So I posted this on August 31st, 2021. And this was actually my most saved post ever. I was not expecting a caption about emails to be my most saved post ever, yet here we are. And it received 259 saves, which is huge for me. This one I had actually repurposed from my upcoming course. So even though it is really long, it actually didn't take me too long to write. I really just had to focus on the intro and the outro and all of the content in between was a copy and paste job. So if you do have any blog content or a podcast or a course or anywhere else you can steal your content from, I 100% recommend that. Repurposing your content is so powerful and makes your life so much easier. So for this post, I started with the same, save me for later, right at the top of the post. And of course it worked. And then the caption reads, just going to come right out and say it. I can write a damn good email. They're one of my talents alongside hill starts, chili margaritas and painting my nails. But those are stories for another day. I believe basic everyday run of the mill emails are more important than people think. They can be crazy powerful. I can't tell you how many projects I've landed thanks to my email tone and my gift selection. And they're a big part of your brand voice pie. In fact, I even ask new writers if they'd be willing to adopt the bossy alter ego when replying to our clients. So how do I make my emails a bit more fun? Here are three ways. Now this section's quite long. (laughs) because I include some examples of do's and don'ts. So I'll just briefly touch on these, but I would definitely recommend to go and look at the post. So the first one is grab them with a subject line. The second one is heat it up with a conversational opener. And third is mix up your sign off. Then I've written, I stole these tips from episode 15 of the Bossy Type Podcast, where I give a whole bunch of ideas for making everyday emails more exciting. Yes, this is what my life has come to. I've been inside for 200 plus days, okay? So obviously I stole it from the podcast, not the course. But as you can see, I've started the post with that really strong hook by saying that I can write a damn good email and talking about some of my unusual talents or party tricks. So people, I feel, read that and they're like, where is this post going? I need to read to find out the rest. Then in the middle, I talk about why emails are so important. That's kind of the finer details of the post. And then I've packed in loads of value by giving my tips and do's and don'ts and actual examples for how I execute those tips. Lastly, I finish it off with a punchy closing statement and that's where I talk about the fact that I've taken it from the Bossy Type Podcast so they can listen to that episode to hear more. And I've finished it off again with a bit of a joke or lighthearted comment about the fact that I've been inside my whole life for lockdown. (laughs) So I feel like if you just finish the post, it doesn't have as much punch, but if you can finish it off and tie it all together It just ties everything in a nice bow and it's a bit more like a story or a blog post. So that was my copywriting tips post and I find that whenever I do, yeah, added value or a tip on my Instagram, my Instagram audience just loves it because obviously it's giving away knowledge for free. So the third post that we're gonna look at is a deep thought. So this is one of my content themes and this is where I kind of just like unload whatever's on my mind whether it's to do with copywriting or owning a business or something different. So the actual image is a reshare and it's a hand holding an iPhone that has about 5 billion alarm set. (laughs) And this one was posted on May 4th, 2021. So this caption reads, lately I've been struggling to work at my desk, which is funny because I'm a copywriter. I'm not really allowed to leave my desk. So last week I conducted an experiment, flexible working for five days straight. Midday walks, late starts, late finishes, working from home, website copy over baked eggs. It was all there. Maybe you followed along via my stories. Anyway, the results are in and the experiment was a success. I completed just as much work and didn't feel nearly as distracted, restless or unmotivated. Most of all, it reminded me that as a chaotic creative person, I don't always work well in a nine to five. I'm slow to start and my brain works best between two to 7 p.m. For example, after trying all afternoon to finish a project, I fell in the zone at 5.30, so I will keep going tonight and try to remind myself I'm not working late just because 5 p.m. has passed. And from now on, I'm going to do my best to mix it up because as cute as my office is, sometimes the best ideas come when I'm walking my dog or in the shower or on the treadmill like right now. When is your most creative time? Hit me up. So because this content theme for me is all about sharing my deep thoughts, it probably doesn't have as much structure. It's a bit more like a diary entry. And I actually posted a similar one just last night, if you want to check that out as well. However, I still have that really strong hook by saying that I've been struggling to work at my desk, which is funny because I'm not really allowed to leave my desk because I feel like people really relate to that, especially when I posted it during lockdown, everybody felt a little bit restless, a little bit unmotivated. So people are going to relate to that and want to keep reading. Throughout the rest of the caption, I've just aired my thoughts and I've really been super open and honest with how I'm feeling. One, so people know that they're not alone. And two, so people don't get caught in the comparison trap of thinking that life is just great for everybody. Everybody goes through patches and everybody has things that they're struggling with. At the end, I've asked them to get involved by sharing their most creative time. And I feel like this is a really polarizing or divisive question because everybody really knows when their brain works best and they're willing to share it. So I had multiple comments of this for people from people sharing what time their brain works best. So it was a really highly engaged with post as well. And one of my most liked posts ever too. The fourth post was a spotlight on one of the bossy super groupies or one of the bossy writers and the bossy team is a mixed bag of creative copywriters and freelancers. So every now and then I love to dedicate a post to one of them. So this one was for our project manager and copywriter Ashida and again it was one of my most liked posts ever and it received a bunch of comments and a few saves as well. So the post is a picture of Ashida and over the top, it says, nice to virtually meet you, I'm Ashida. The caption reads, if you've emailed us lately, chances are you've been greeted with these seven lovely words. That's Ashida talking, pronounced Ashida, despite what her daily coffee cup will have you believe. While her email signature might say head of studio and Supergroup,' if I told you everything Sheedy does at Bossy, it would be here all night. Okay, you twisted my arm, but just a few. Ashida is the gatekeeper, project planner, email ninja, resident meme lord, editing pro, plant paramedic, content queen, coffee connoisseur, and the person that whips us, cough me, into shape. She's also very nice to have around. Unless you use the m dash incorrectly, then you better watch your back. Let's all give Ashida a virtual round of applause. And everybody did just that with lots and lots of comments and likes. So I posted that one on March 3rd, 2021, if you wanna look at it in more detail. But essentially in the caption, I've started with that really strong hook by saying if you've emailed us lately, you'd be greeted with these seven lovely words and talking a little bit about Ashida's name. In the middle, I talk about what her job is and what she does around the office, but I've really tried to keep it fun and engaging. I don't just list her jobs, I make it more enjoyable to read. And then at the end, I've tied it all together with a joke about punctuation (laughs) because this is a bit of a running joke in our office. And I feel like it finishes the post off really, really well. And the very last post that I'm going to share with you was posted on June 1st, 2021. And this one is all about our services. So every now and then I promote one of the different services that Bossy offers. And I always try to have fun with it. I'm not trying to make it sleazy or trying to sell. I'm just trying to let everybody know what we actually do because a lot of people get confused by copywriting. So this one here is called what we do social copy. And I have a mock-up of a laptop with a super cute social grid from bossy.copywriting on the screen. And this caption reads, TikTok on the clock, but the party don't stop. That's social media for you. Yep. It literally does not stop like ever. This could be potentially a nightmarish realisation for you, and that's okay. To be honest, as a business owner, you've got better things to do than stare at that smug little caption box every day for one full hour trying to think of something profound, convincing, or witty to say. In fact, that's exactly why Bossy has a social media retainer, so you never have to worry about that smug little caption box ever again, and so you actually have time to eat lunch for once in your life. Need some proof? Please go here. Yep, one of our favorite real life examples is right here on our own feed, not to toot our own horn or anything, jokes, toot, toot. So again, I've tried not to make it sleazy, salesy. I'm just sharing what we do. And the main bit is that I've really tried to relate to my potential clients by letting them know how I can make their life easier And touching on some of those pain points that they would be struggling with. For this one, this is also a repurposed job, so I have taken this directly out of Bossy's pricing pack that we send out to clients when they inquire about our services. So I've opened up with a strong hook by saying TikTok on the clock, but the party don't stop. That is social media for you. Yep, it literally does not stop like ever. So. Just a fun creative concept or piece of copy that is there to encourage people to keep reading. In the middle, I've given all the details about our social media retainer, making sure that I speak directly to my target audience and that I'm weaving in their pain points. Then at the end, I've given them a strong example straight from our own feed so they can see the sorts of captions that we're capable of writing. And I finished it off with a fun little joke. So like I've said, I obviously spend a little bit extra time on my captions because I'm a copywriter, but there are ways to save time. And one of my favorite ways of doing this is through caption formulas. So I've actually done an entire episode on caption formulas. It was episode two of The Bossy Type. So I would recommend going back and listening to that one. I'm also going to be diving way deeper into caption formulas in my upcoming workshop with All Bright Australia on Monday and my masterclass next Thursday, which is the one you definitely do not want to miss. So I really hope that helps you plan your next round of content. Make sure you sign up to my masterclass, Bossy Summer School, that's happening next Thursday, the 2nd of December. You can register at bossycopycollege.com forward slash summer school or just hit the link in the show notes. I'm going to be announcing some really fun and exciting news during the masterclass and I'll also be doing a Q&A as well. So if you have any extra questions about writing killer captions or anything else related to copy or bossy, you can find me there. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.